Welcome to the Better You Project, where we will be discussing health, hormones, and aesthetics while using a blend of functional and anti-aging medicine. To make sure you're up to date on this and what's going on in the practice, be sure to follow us on Instagram at udirecthealth underscore aesthetics, as well as our website, www.udirecthealth.com. The following discussion is the opinion of nurse practitioner Lexi Yu. It is not intended to diagnose or treat any conditions. Please speak to your healthcare provider for your personal concerns about your health. Now let's jump right into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Better You Project, optimizing health hormones and aesthetics. So this episode, which I have not done an episode in a hot second just because life has gotten busy with travel and kids and family and businesses and bringing in more NPs and just doing all the things that make me happy. And so I was asked by a uh, supplement company that I do a ton of business with called Designs for Health. And it's an awesome nutraceutical company that is medical grade supplements that are third party tested that have just the most amazing blends of certain herbs and compounds and things that we do to help just optimize the health of our patients um, in an affordable way. And uh, yeah, so I was asked by this company to do a talk on how I incorporate GLP-1s, which are our peptide friends like semaglutide and Manjaro into the practice. And not only that, how do I maximize my patient's weight loss goals, as well as goals for longevity and healthy living, all those things? How do I do that while using medical grade supplements? So I hope you enjoy this episode. It is moderated by Erin Kasner, who is my Designs for Health rep, as well as some of the other local reps um, for Designs for Health in this territory as well as some of the reps who are not in the territory. So I hope you find this episode awesome. Um, We are getting ready to launch our training academy in March. And so if you are a functional medicine person, nurse practitioner, doctor, DO, MD, ND, PA, et cetera, et cetera, extraordinaire, and you want to take part in my training academy, the coolest thing is that a lot of the training protocols that I provide to my students incorporate these supplements. And so um, if that's something that you want help with, happy to help, uh, happy to get you set up with a rep and get you going on how to incorporate these into practice. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let the episode play, but I hope you guys find this helpful. Hello, everyone. I'm Erin Kasner. I'm a functional medicine consultant here for Designs for Health in Central Indiana. Um, I'm here with a few of my fellow functional medicine consultants, um, Chris McLoggin, who covers uh, Western Missouri and Kansas, Christy Abrams from Houston, Texas, and Jennifer Stucker, who covers um, North and South Carolina. We are speaking with Lexi Yu today. She's a nurse practitioner extraordinaire. Um, she has her own practice in Noblesville, Indiana called U Direct Health. Um, Lexi uses many Designs for Health products in her practice. And today she'd like to help us educate you on um, utilizing Designs for Health products with um, when using GLP-1s with your patients. Um, there's a lot of common side effects that patients could get when they use these type of products. And she'd um, like to help us show how we can mitigate these symptoms. So Lexi, take it away. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much, Erin. So yes, I am an avid Designs for Health user. Uh, I have no disclosures to provide on that. I just really like the blends and the products and my rep is awesome. And um, it's worked really well as far as not only wearing the clinician hat, but the business owner hat as well. Uh, we actually have two practices. We have one in Noblesville, Indiana, and then one in Greenwood, uh, Center Grove. Um, so it's like Southern uh, southern part of Indianapolis. Um, and then we will actually have a third location opening up 
hopefully at the end of this year. Um, so yeah, so uh, needless to say, I, I use a lot of the products. Um, I have functional medicine training through the Institute for Functional Medicine. I've done a fellowship through A4M. Um, I've been a nurse practitioner for almost 12 years. Um, yeah, so I love it. I love what I do. I always say I have the best job ever. And then I get to, to teach. Um, and so that's also one of my favorite things. Um, so again, nothing to disclose. Um, we do have a training academy. And so some of these slides are from my training academy. So I guess that is my disclosure. Obviously, when you're, you know, teaching patients and showing patients, um, if you are not their, their provider, you should always recommend that they do check in with their providers as, as far as, you know, is it okay or permission um, before implementing any of these things into their uh, regimen on that. So um, like I said, a little bit about me. So I'm actually boarded in pediatrics and family practice. I've done tons of peptide certifications. Um, some of the big ones is through SSRP, which is probably one of the most well-known um, kind of like gold standard and peptides in that seed scientific research and performance, A4M. Uh, the Institute for Functional Medicine. We do a lot of hormone replacement in our practice. I'm a bio-T proctor and a mentor. I've done a fellowship through A4M. I'm a, a aesthetic trainer through Galderma. That I do I do a lot of teaching, a lot of talking. I love to learn, love to research. Uh, I always am looking for new cool ways to help my patients and what are the best ways to do that? So um, it's just a little bit about me. So what my goals are <clears throat> in doing this is I want to kind of go over a little bit about what GLP-1s um, I kind of laugh in my, in my aesthetic, uh, comrades, you know, they're like, oh, it's the new skinny shot. And I'm like, it is so much, <laughs> so much more than just a skinny shot. Yes. It's great for weight loss, but it has so many other things, uh, for, uh, neurocognitive function and heart health and brain health and fertility and all kinds of good stuff. So we're going to discuss some of the benefits and some of the research, um, in that, uh, we're going to talk, talk about all the other pleiotrophic tropic effects that it provides to patients. Um, and, and so really one of the things that I would really like to touch on is GLP ones are fantastic. However, you know, like any good thing there, there can always be side effects. And I feel like one of the things that sets my practice apart and my practitioners apart from anybody else who does this is that we look at the data, we look at the research, we bob and weave around side effects. And I think if you know how to manage not only the side effects, but supporting the gut health and the detox pathways, you're going to see way better long-term success for your patients. You got happier patients, you're using good products. Overall, the whole business is happy, if that makes sense. So it feeds the whole ecosystem of everybody's happy, right? Um, I'm going to go through some of the products I like to use and, and how I like to use them. So it might be a little bit different than what um, the Designs for Health like label says. But again, this is just my clinical experience and kind of what I've learned um, with that. We have a, uh, our, our main patient practice is about 4,000 patients and our South location. Um, it's about, uh, 800, almost, almost down. They're actually already on a wait list and we're already looking for another nurse practitioner down there. Um, so we have a lot of clinical experience when it comes to this because peptides are a big part of our practice. Um, and then helping your patients sustain weight loss. Um, so what is the GLP one? So GLP one, um, kind of started, as a, it started in the world of diabetes. So it is a glucagon-like peptide receptor agonist, right? So what we call this is an incretinomimetic, mimetic. What this does in particular is it helps your body secrete insulin to catch up to the glucose so that glucose utilization takes place, okay? So when we think about glucose in particular, it, 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 it 
will spike when you eat high carbohydrate diets, right? It will also fall after that. So then that what creates some sort of insulin resistance when it's like a rise and a fall, rise and a fall, rise and a fall. Well, what GLP ones do in, in particular is, is that it helps with the secretion of, uh, of some of the gut hormones that are involved in controlling the blood, the blood sugar or the glucose. And this in particular can be very helpful in stimulating insulin, as well as it slows down the gastric motility. So that can be good and it can be bad, right? It's good in that you stay fuller for a longer period of time, right? So you're not snacking and grazing, but it can be bad in the patients who already struggle with constipation. So, um, so I'm going to kind of go over some of the benefits and then I'm going to kind of go over it. Well, that's a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing. Um, it also helps by inhibiting the act, the action of glucagon, which is the hormone that is, um, produced by the liver. So again, thinking about controlling some of the insulin, controlling some of the secretion of glucose, um, some of the other added benefits with it too, is, is it, it talks about how it reduces the appetite and promotes satiety of stomach fullness. So yes, it slows down the gastric motility, but it also acts on the hypothalamus of the brain which is where your reward center comes from. And so patients will report, you know, I just, I don't think about it. Or, you know, their, their family will have, you know, sweets or cookies or whatever. And they're like, I just don't want it. And it's because it's turning off the hypothalamus uh, piece of a reward system um, that, that people, you know, crave come from. So um, besides glycemic control and body weight, there are so many other pleiotropic um, effects with it. So what's interesting is, is uh, semaglutide in particular started out in Alzheimer's and dementia research. And why or how the mechanism is, is that it prevents the buildup of, of beta amyloid plaque. Well, if we know anything about that, that's the precursor to dementia and Alzheimer's disease. However, they found that it was an even better weight loss drug. Now there's been GLP ones on the market for quite some time. You've got liraglutide, Victoza, axinotide, uh, sexenda. Uh, I mean, there's tons, there's tons, but semaglutide in particular, you know, has kind of been shown to be far more favorable as far as long-term, long-term success, as well as other benefits. So neuroprotection, right. Um, improve fertility. So if you think about the mechanism of action of, of what's happening in like PCOS or, or fertility, it's, it's, they're not getting that LH surge spike. And a lot of times that can be triggered by inflammation. And when I talk about inflammation with patients, I always want to say inflammation kind of goes with insulin, right? So even if, even if the patient is, is eating well, right. If the patient is insulin resistance or insulin resistant, their efforts aren't going to be as, um, favorable, you know, um, smoking cessation. So I do use this in my patients for smoking cessation, um, alcohol addiction, because again, it's acting on that craving and reward center of their brain. Um, I do use it in PCOS patients as well. And then some of the cardiovascular benefits, as far as reduction of, um, of triglycerides, improvement of LDL numbers, um, and all those other things. All right. So here's a list of the common most side effects that I typically see with patients. And there's, there's more than this, but this is the most common nausea, heartburn, reflux, vomiting, diarrhea, not as much with the diarrhea, but some, some outliers on that, um, stomach pain. So I call this bubble guts with my patients, um, and constipation. So one of the products that I really like to use for my patients who struggle with constipation is the liquid B6. And I like the liquid B6 because what tends to happen is when the patients are nauseous, 
they don't want to eat anything. They don't want to swallow anything. So I like that it's actually a, a liquid because it does kind of just get into the system and they don't have to like swallow a pill or do anything with it. Uh, but so how I try to avoid some of the nausea side effects is obviously dosing of whatever GLP-1 you're using is going to be key. Listen to your hunger cues. Yes, I know we all want to lose weight and we wanted to be skinny like last week, but we still need to be very methodical because you will be miserable. You will be absolutely miserable if you overdose or you don't dose in a sequence that is appropriate for you. Um, so B6 is awesome um, in particular for that. Um, uh, the dose on that is typically 50 milligrams. However, I do have some patients who will dose it twice a day um, for that. The other thing you're going to want to notice um, sometimes too with patients is that you won't have any nausea until you drink like something either carbonated or caffeinated. For some reason that tends to trigger some of that, which would make sense because if you think about uh, like uh, uh, gastroesophageal reflux disorder, those are triggers of it. So you just want to be a little bit mindful with those things. So I do really like using B6 um, for our patients who do struggle with nausea. Um, heartburn. So again, thinking about the mechanism of action, it slows the gastric motility. So what are some of the things that I can help with my patients? So um, I will often use things like betaine HCL or digestive enzymes. And I will usually do like one tablet, like 20 to 30 minutes before their meal. Um, and that can work really, really well. Um, I like to do GGL, especially if they've got like that kind of like that burn or that like epigastric pressure or kind of like a burn. And I'll do two tabs 20 minutes before um, a meal. I really try to discourage my patients from using PPIs, um, mainly because, you know, it's, you get on it unless, and it's really hard to come off of it sometimes. And I've had patients who have come to me from providers and they've literally have been on, you know, Prilosec for like seven years. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so terrible for you. Um, and the reason is, is, you know, yes, we want some of that stomach acid to be suppressed, but the problem is when you overly suppress it, you can create a, a bad microbiome. You can create, you know, hypoglorhydria, which can lead to things like dysbi dysbiosis. It can lead to overgrowth. It can lead to all kinds of other things. And so I try to do all these other, um, natural ways to kind of support, um, acid and, um, side effects, um, instead of doing like Prilosec, um, Allo 2000, um, is another option. And that would be, that's one capsule twice a day on an empty stomach. And it also is really good for immunity, um, as well. Um, so GERD patients, this is also really interesting that I've kind of, um, learned with my patients is that if the patient is on semaglutide and they are really, and they're like, I know I normally don't have heartburn or reflux, but it is a real problem you may want to do a GI map on them and, and rule out H pylori because I've been actually pretty surprised how many patients, uh, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because H pylori is pretty common, but it's, it's one of those things that it's like persistent, persistent, persistent. And then I put them on gastromen, which is actually one of my treatments for H pylori. And they're like, Oh, I feel so much better. And then they don't want to come off the gastromen. Um, so gastroman is an awesome supplement. It's got a combination of DGL plus mastic gum, which if you look at the research is just as efficacious as triple therapy in what we use in the conventional world, which is, um, clarithromycin, amoxicillin and PPIs. Uh, but it's great. Um, so it does help with supporting the, um, mucosal lining. It also helps maintain acid. So I dose this a little differently. I typically do two capsules twice a day. And then after four weeks, so I, I typically don't like to abruptly stop them. 
Um, and then after four weeks, I go to one capsule twice a day for four weeks. And then after four weeks of that, then one, maybe just daily or as needed. And, uh, that's actually part of how I do my PPI wean protocol. There's some other good stuff in it, but that is part of it, um, as well. And if the heartburn persists, get a GI map because you need to under, you need to assess the underlying root cause as to why they keep having, um, some of this, um, which is interesting. Um, some other things to consider for, um, reflex support is, um, melatonin SRT. Um, and the reason why you would want to consider that is, is that it can also improve the esophageal sphincter tone, right? So it's going to help them sleep. And then when they think about you, that you lay down flat and kind of, if their esophageal sphincter tone is not strong, it's going to start coming back up, up up the tube. So, um, so it's going to be really helpful for that. And it also can help with inhibiting, um, the gastric acid secretion. So dual mechanism as far as that, but I feel like that's a super underrated supplement. Um, and I, I would say like most of our population does not sleep well. So I feel like it's kind of win-win, right. Um, on that. So, um, some other things you want to consider with semaglutide again, we, you know, we want to support our patients. We want to help them with their weight loss. But one thing that I have seen, and I, I was a nurse practitioner in bariatrics for a while, ran their medical weight loss program. And, and this was super common because they'd lose weight and then it would trigger a gallbladder issue. Um, and the reason, and the reason why is, is there's a change of bile, bile to fat ratios, as far as bile salts and cholesterol in the gallbladder. So you're going to look for those patients who've got that right upper quadrant pain. The pain can radiate to the epigastric region, or it can be deferred pain to the shoulder. And part of that is because that sludge is sitting there. It can also trigger a nerve that also is connected um, to the shoulder. And then that's kind of where you feel it's, it's a referred pain or the pain between the shoulder blades. Um, in some patients, I remember I was on call and a patient, he's like, I think I'm having a heart attack. I'm like, okay, hey, well, you need to go to the hospital. It ended up being his gallbladder. Um, so how do we support these patients? Um, so this little nugget right here is fantastic. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, that this was microbiome Monday LVGB. So this is a great product that it's got, um, ox bile in it, which is fantastic for supporting, um, bile flow. Um, one capsule before meals is typically what, um, what we do with our patients. However, one of our other practitioners, um, Haley cook, who does also a lot of gut, I would say she's like the gut queen. She says, um, two capsules is actually pretty ideal for some of those patients, but not only that, you're going to want to support their detox pathway. So when I talk to patients about detox pathways, I say, this is like your garbage disposal, right? And this is kind of like helping support, you know, putting the Drano down there to kind of get things going. Um, and so you definitely want to kind of consider that. So if you have a patient who is missing a gallbladder, it would be behoove you to have this available for them to, you know, um, kind of help support their breakdown of, of cholesterol. Um, if that makes sense, this is a great product. Um, constipation, I would say this is the most common side effect we see again, cause it slows down the gastric motility. Well, unfortunately it's like slowed everything down with it. Right. So making sure that the patient is drinking enough water is going to be crucial. Um, one thing that we do notice with the GLP one class is people aren't thirsty. They're just not thirsty. They just, nothing's going in. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that they're drinking enough water, uh, making sure that, that they're eating um, enough fiber, 20, 30 grams per day. Um, and then magnesium citrate, um, 300 milligrams a day, I think is a great one to do. It's lemon flavored patients have um, said they really like it. So that's another really good option. And there's all different kinds of magnesiums. And I highly encourage you to talk with your um, designs rep on kind of the differences. But when I always think of mag citrate, it's that's 
in my mind, that's, I'm like, that's the poop one. Um, so, uh, so this is kind of what we use for that. This little nugget right here is probably one of my new, um, faves to, to the family as far as what we, what we carry. So colon RX, and I know it's good. And I'm going to tell you a story. I know it's good because I had a patient where I was going reconciling all her supplements. I'm like, okay, are we on this? Are we not on this? Can we, do you need this refilled? And she's like, and she was a patient who, um, she sees a GI doctor. She's got, um, IBS C right. And I always say IBS, it's not a real diagnosis. You've got something more underlying and it's just like a blanket term that they say, cause they don't know what you got. Right. She thought this was so good that she stopped taking her prescription and she's actually still going regular, which is fantastic. So she's like, no, I think this is good. Like I'm going to take two more bottles of it while I'm here. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, so then I got with my practice manager. I'm like, Hey, you're, we're going to have to restock more of this, um, on site. So this has been a great addition to our constipation, uh, repertoire of stuff that we do for our patients. Um, so looking through kind of what's in there, it's got magnesium, um, but it's also got some Ayurvedic herbs in there. Um, and I'm sure your designs rep can kind of tell you more about them, but those, um, Ayurvedic herbs, I put them in there. Um, it's got a great la laxative effect. Um, and it, and it does it by drawing water into the poop and it also helps with kind of the motility part of it. So yeah, this is, this is a really good one. I've even recommended this one in patients who are doing colonoscopy preps, um, which I think is, um, pretty cool. So it's a good option. Um, one of the things that we also do with our patients um, in our weight loss program is we also assess things like in-body. So an in-body is a body comp body composition imped impedance analysis. And this is how we track the trend and how we make sure that we're establishing realistic goals for our patients. Because not only do we want them to lose the weight, but we want them to lose the right kind of weight, right? So this is how we're able to calculate how many grams of protein are you consuming? How many calories are you consuming? Um, where did you lose your belly fat? So this is, this is the in-body 570. This is what we carry in our practice. If you want to, um, if you really want to do a good job with, with weight loss with your patients, I highly encourage you to get some sort of body impedance scale. There's Sika, there's InBody. I'm sure there's all kinds of ones, but InBody is great um, because it does provide so much tangible information to the patient. Patients like to be able to track their own progress, right? So um, this is one thing that we see fatigue and headache is often caused by them not eating enough calories. And so, um, you know, I will often recommend like a bar um, if they're on the go. And so I, um, I will sometimes use the designs for health bars or one of their shake systems, uh, just making sure that they're staying hydrated or they'll say, I think the semaglutide is causing me a headache, or I think it's causing me to be tired. And I'm telling them, yeah, because it's suppressing your you know, you know, your thirst or suppressing your appetite and you're not consuming enough water, you're not consuming enough calories. It's not necessarily the peptide itself. It's the side effects of what it causes as far as the effects. So you just want to kind of keep that in mind with your clients. Um, so some things to avoid weight regain, um, obviously working on good habits, portions, tracking their protein, um, I usually don't stop my peptides abruptly. I usually try to wean off of them. Um, that's just, uh, some peptide stuff, um, as far as contraindications to, um, peptides. And again, these should be provided, um, with the prescriber to the patient, but, um, type one diabetic, however, um, there's actually some pretty cool research and I'm working with a patient right now and her endocrinologist on how we can help her with weight loss, utilizing, um, 
semaglutide in her type one diabeticness um, as well. Um, medullary thyroid carcinoma, multiple endocrineoplasias, contraindications, family history, let's spell wrong, uh, active pancreatitis um, because it can trigger an, an elevation in amylase and lipase. If they have a history of it, what I do is I get baseline blood work um, and see, are they within the optimal range? And then if I initiate semaglutide, if they've had a history of pancreatitis, I will also check labs again in about six weeks just to make sure that we've not triggered anything. And I tell them, I'm very honest with my patients, almost too honest sometimes. Um, and I say, hey, you're, you got a little bit of something extra going on. And so now we got to be a little extra when it comes to drawing your labs. And um, if they're cool with that, cool, we can proceed. And obviously no pregnant and breastfeeding um, is contraindication. The new kid on the block, Manjaro. So this is, if you can believe it or not, better than semaglutide. So, um, there is, uh, this peptide in particular, it's called terzipatide. This is what we call a twin cretin, a twin cretin, because it acts on the GLP one receptors, but it also acts on the GIP receptors. So because it acts on two different receptors, we actually see better weight loss with it. So there was, um, the study came out just last year and it compared um, Ozempic, which is uh, commercially available semaglutide for diabetics by Novo Nordisk. Um, and then it compared it to Wigovi, which is a higher dose version of semaglutide. So it's the same drug, just one maxes out at 2.0 milligrams, which is your Ozempic. Semaglutide maxes out at your 2.4 milligrams. Um, and again, both being GLP-1s. And then it compared it to terzipatide, aka Manjaro, which the dosing is a little bit different. But if you look at the, the breakdown here, after 52 weeks on Ozempic at one milligram, patients lost about 6.1% body weight, okay? Compare that to semaglutide. So again, I think what we see is better glycemic controls with kind of lower doses of semaglutide. But if our goal is to get the scale moving, we need to crank it up. However, when you crank it up, that's kind of when you're going to see most of those side effects. So uh, with the Wigovi version, which again, maxes out at 2.4 milligrams, after 68 weeks, patients saw 14.9%. Compare that to the new kid on the block, uh, Manjaro, after 72 weeks at 15 milligrams, which is the max dose, patients lost 22.5% body weight, which is incredible. Incredible. It's like four times the amount of some of Ozempic and almost, um, almost double the amount well, close to it, of uh, Wagovi. Um, what's really interesting in my world too, coming from a bariatric background is, is that's pretty close to what we would see with um, sleeving, gastric sleeving or uresective procedures, which is pretty interesting. So it's a really cool time in medicine, that's for sure. And uh, I was just at a conference last weekend and word on the street is there's actually a triple cretin that should be better than Manjaro. So imagine that. Um, this is kind of what we do in our practice practice guidelines. We, we make sure all of our patients have in body. We make sure that they meet with our health coach. We make sure that they're lifting weights. We're making sure that I say that they're, um, good model citizens in the U direct health world. Um, one of the common things that we see is they're losing weight, but oh my gosh, they're losing some muscle too. So here are some things that we would incorporate into our patients. Um, supplement regimen is, is we put, we will put them on whole body collagen. Um, it's good for gut health. It's good for skin health. Again, we do a lot of aesthetics. So we have a lot of aesthetic patients on it, but, um, but it's great. It's, it gives you a little bit of protein. I don't, I don't really depend on this too much, um, but it can be very helpful. Um, and then there's amino acid Supreme, um, on that, which has all your branch chain amino acids, um, in there with not a lot of calories. So that's, that's pretty good. 
Um, some other things you want to consider. So if you have a patient who's lost a dramatic amount of weight, think about adipose tissue is it's like a, it's an organ. And what I mean by that, it is a hormone producing organ, right? So when the adipose tissue or the visceral tissue is going down, it's got to release its toxins somewhere, right? And we talked about the garbage disposal. So that's our liver. How do we support that? So you want to think, be thinking about things. How do I detox my patient? So um, in our practice, we use um, we use a ton of FemGuard. We use um, detox antioxidants. We do the LVGB. We've got milk thistle, I feel like is a common one that we have a lot of our patients on. Uh, but there's also detox support um, packets, which can be really helpful. Uh, we also actually utilize a lot of ozone, IV ozone therapy, um, which is super, super helpful. Uh, but these are also some other things. And I would say kind of like for our practice, I would say milk thistle is a big one, amino detox, uh, FemGuard. I think, I think if I say women's health had one, its own multivitamin in my world, it's FemGuard because it's got its, it's got its dim. It's got its I3C. It's got its resveratrol. It's got its cofactor. It's got all kinds of good stuff, but that's probably a talk from another time about women's health and FemGuard. But anyway, this is all some really good stuff that I think, um, if you're seeing some of those, those detox, um, weight loss patients, that this would be a good, um, kind of combo or a little blend to kind of add in to, um, to the regimen on that. Um, some other, I think, uh, worth mentioning, uh, weight loss supports. I don't use a ton of these. I would say Berberin Synergy is probably one of the biggest ones that I use. And I feel like I have a, a lot of patients on that one. Um, Berberin Synergy, I would say this is like nature's metformin. Um, and so this has got a combination of alpha lipoic acid, which is great for blood sugar balance, insulin metabolism. Literally, I like I, they, we have a joke in my office and they're like, if Flexi could infiltrate stuff in the water, it would be like, Berberin, low-dose naltrexone, low semaglutide. Berberin's great because it's good for PCOS patients. It's good for diabetics. If you take it pre-workout, so I, we do a lot of peak performance and biohacking, it actually helps maximize your workouts. Um, it's good for dysbiosis because it's got that antimicrobial effect. It's great for weight loss. It's good for mitochondrial health. I mean, it's just it's awesome. Like, why would you not, you know? Um, so Berberin Synergy is hands down probably one of my most favorite um supplements on that. I don't see a lot of side effects with it. So if I've got someone and they're like, I know I need to lose weight. I just don't know where to start. Um, I'm like, okay, let's try a little bourbon here. Um, and it's a good, it's a good, uh, kind of way to kind of get things moving, um, for them. So that's good. Um, so how to maximize results for weight loss, obviously some other things that can be um, helpful and you're, you know, I just don't want to say it's this one shot. It's just one peptide or it's this one supplement. It's the, no, 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 it's all of it. You got to do all the things right. Um, so it's intermittent fasting. If, if your, if your adrenals allow you, like I, like there's certain patients I would never, never recommend intermittent fasting to because of their adrenals. And, and so if they're a good candidate, do it hit again, if they're a good candidate, do it. Um, if, if you pair the carbs with the protein, that can be very helpful to prevent, um, sugar ups and downs building muscle muscle is the currency of aging. That's what we say in the, in the, um, regenerative medicine, anti-aging world. And so you got to lift the weights. If you want to, to maintain that, that body composition, you don't want to be skinny fat. You want to look sleek and look good naked and do all those things. Rest and recovery, uh, making sure that you're going to bed at a decent hour. I feel like this is so undervalued. Um, I always say, listen, if you're planning to go to the gym at 6am and you're going on five hours of sleep, that's like brushing teeth with Oreos in your mouth. It just doesn't work. So you you have to rest. And really the most important sleep you get is before midnight. 
So maybe having your patience. I just purchased my first aura ring, uh, rose gold pink. It should get here any minute now, but I can't wait to start tracking it. Cause I'm kind of a nerd like that. I like to look at the data, but that is huge with your patients. So talking about that, uh, melatonin, um, SRT and, um, looking at maybe some of their cortisol or their adrenals and things like that. Optimizing the hormones. Like I said, we do a ton of that balancing blood glucose, minimizing alcohol. Don't even get, that's a whole nother talk too, for patients. Um, and then really optimizing their nutrients. And that's kind of one thing why I like that. I really like that FemGuard balance is because it's a great blend of like mm, just a little bit of everything that needs to be in the system, um, on that. So how can you get better at learning out these products? Um, I think Erin is fantastic. That's my rep. She's really good. Or she'll find something. She's like, I know you do this, you know, if you want to look at this. Um, but I actually really enjoy looking at the provider library. I think that is extremely helpful. They've got some protocol guides on there. And I say that they're a guide because I kind of take what I like from that and kind of take what I've learned from IFM. And I kind of take what I learned from my own clinical experience and the conferences and masterminds that I do. And so it's just a guide, but it helps you as a practitioner build out your own kind of flavor, um, which is good. They've got free webinars. Um, reps can help tech sheets. I feel like that is such a good way to learn about some of the herbs, you know, as cl tr clinically trained conventional medicine folks, um, you know, we don't know about herbs unless you went to nat naturopathic school or that was your training. But for us conventionally trained people, you know, it's, it's almost like retraining a new pharmacology in our brain. So read those tech sheets. You will learn so much information about the Ayurvedic herbs and how these, you know, amino acids do these cool things. So uh, where to find me? So I am on Instagram. I am very active on Instagram. I put lots of educational content on there. So there's a QR code you can scan and um, kind of follow along and see all the cool stuff that we do. We're on TikTok. Um, I've got a podcast where I do put out some other really good content on that. It's called The Better You Project, and that's on Apple. Um, if you want to train with me, I do have a training academy. It will be going launching at the end of March. Um, and it will cover six different modules. Um, and the, what I would say, like the framework of functional medicine. So it's like th thyroid hormones, gut, um, peptide therapy and some aesthetics and men's health and women's health. So if you want to get on our, um, email list for that, you can email there and, uh, there's the QR code for the, uh, podcast and, um, yeah. All right. So Aaron, if you want to open the floor for some questions. Sorry, I had to unmute myself. So um, do any of you guys have any other questions? Do you, um, I think Christy had a couple, right? I do. I have a practitioner, Lexi, that says that pretty much he just tells everybody to do keto because the way the semi-glutide works. What do you think about keto in this so, yeah, that's a great, that's a great comment. So here's, I'm of the school of, is that long-term sustainable? Right. No, it's not. In my opinion, it's not. Um, the cool thing is with semaglutide, because your body now utilizes carbs more efficiently, you're going to see results without keto. So it's kind of one of those things. Why would I overly restrict someone? And I'm setting that, I don't want to say setting them up for failure because there is a time and a place for keto, but I don't think that is required because I'm, I'm giving their body what it, the GLP one to actually break down carbohydrates effectively that I don't think I need it. 
I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. So I have a PCOS patient and she was doing all the things, eating good, working out, hitting orange theory five days a week, lifting the weights. And she's PCOS. Now she was not big by any means. She would say, I would say she was a smaller PCOS patient, but what she said to me is I love semaglutide because it's so freeing. I feel like I finally look like the way I should have looked my entire life because I was doing all the things I was eating, right. I was working out, but now what I did is I, I, I say peptides are kind of like, um, messages to light switch. We're all born with light switches. And what the peptides do is they tell this light switch to turn on and off. Okay. And so for this patient in particular, it's everything was working well. The system was working well. It's just that light switch for some reason wasn't turned on. And so what semaglutide did is it turned it on. Now she can enjoy, um, some carbs or, you know, some rice or, you know, a cookie if she wanted to, and not, and not feel shame or fear that all of these hard efforts that she's done all week is going to go, you know, away. So I don't think it's required. Um, in fact, I, I don't want to say I discourage patients. Cause again, there's, there's a, like, if I have a patient, they're preparing for, like, I have a patient who needs to lose a hundred pounds to, to do a hip surgery. So yeah, time is of the essence. So I may do keto with him for three months and then I may with semaglutide, and then I'm going to transition them into maybe more of a, uh, lower carb, not necessarily keto because my, for him, our deadline is I need to get, I need to get him to surgery. And then I'm going to continue to build on detoxing his liver and doing all that stuff. So it is not required to see success. I'll tell you that. That's great. Thank you so much. It's, it's some of these practitioners who don't have health coaches, they don't have a nutritionist, you know, they're really kind of, and many of mine are just now approaching a point where their patients are starting to titrate off, or they're saying, I'm done. What can I do? But they're worried about weight gain. Mm -hmm. And so they, many, many practitioners need direction in that, in that regard. So I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That was, um, Lexi, that was kind of my comment question is for these practitioners, <clears throat> you have a very comprehensive approach to this. Um, not everybody, you know, some people are just stepping into this. And so I think it is important to really focus on the fact that there has to be a lot of lifestyle change mm -hmm. in this as well. And then, you know, to Christy's point and to your point, stepping them off of it, I think it's important that really um, they focus on those changes and, you know, and not just stopping it. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, again, having studied peptides for the last four years, doing a lot of peptides, I actually don't take my patients off of it. Once they're at goal weight, I put them on a maintenance dose, which might be, might be twice a month because I want to prevent the buildup of amyloid plaque. I want to reduce the risk of heart disease, which is the number one killer in females. I want to optimize. I want to optimize everything for longevity. So Yes. Once they get to goal weight, yes, we back down on the dose and they literally are, I say it's like, you're like a spit twice a month, but it's to help prevent all those other things. And they're fine with that. They're absolutely fine with it. Like I, I actually laugh right now. Unfortunately, some glutide is getting, you know, bad rap in, in the media and such. And they're like, oh, well you can get pancreatitis. And I'm like, yeah, you can get cancer from being obese, like pick your poison, you know? So, uh, one of them was like, oh, you're going to get ozempic face and you're going to get wrinkles. I'm like, yeah, but your risk of heart disease has gone down. And that's why we got Sculptra and filler and all the other crap that we do in our practice. So 
it's it's like laugh like as someone who does a lot of it I kind of sit back and laugh or patients like what do you think you got thoughts and I'm like you know me I you know I got thoughts on it but um I I do a lot of I just I I have maintenance dosages for my patients okay Lexi I have a, a quick question for you real quick um is there any type of like vetting process that you go through if somebody comes in like, hey, my friend is on this, you know, peptide, she's losing a lot of weight and I want to do it. Do you like oh. do any sort of like blood tests first? Or Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes, absolutely. So they meet with us or meet with one of me, my practitioners. Uh, we do an initial intake, go over all the things, what's your weight loss goals? Like how long, how long have you struggled with your weight? I mean, we do all the, th- all the comprehensive workup, just like any intake. Um, we do a full thorough blood work panel looking at thyroid hormones, TPO antibodies, uh, vitamin D, B12, A1C, inflammatory markers. I mean, and the reason why is again, like Aaron, you know, you know me well, you know, I'm like always looking at cool stuff and tracking data and really my goal is to get some of this stuff published. So yes, we do all the, all the blood work. Cause I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, and also too, if their LFTs are high, then I tell them, Hey, I got to spend six weeks detoxing this so I can get you to the, to the next step of semaglutide. So then, you know, we added, you know, uh, milk thistle and detox, um, uh, uh, detox amino ox, Aaron, detox what is it? Yes. Yeah. That one, that one, um, <laughs> you know, I'm doing all these things and I'm like, your deadline six weeks. And so again, I've given them a goal like, oh shit, Lexi, Lexi says I got to detox my liver for the next six weeks, you know? And so, um, I give them goals and absolutely. So they got to do that. They got to meet with the health coach. They got to have a consent on file. They got to do a baseline in body. So no, we don't take prescribing of peptides lightly again, as a practice that does a ton of peptides. No. Yeah. I, so the vetting process is a thorough health history, a thorough assessment, a thorough intake, making sure that they understand what is expected of them. Okay. Makes sense for sure. There, there are, you know, some practitioners who are like, yeah, sure. Here you go. And, you know, definitely listen, listen, Aaron, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I, again, I just sit there on the other end of that screen, like, oh no. Yeah. Hey, um, out of curiosity, um, do you use, or you may use a combination of a well world, your dispensary, or do you have products in your office? Oh yeah. We have tons of products in our office. We carry, a, so, so I'll, I'll be honest with you. So we carry, and Aaron can tell you all the stuff we carry. We carry a lot of products on site just because we do a ton of GI maps. We do a lot of Dutch tests. We do, um, cortisol tests, all that such. If so, here's how here as a practitioner, here's kind of how I bring in a new product to see if it's worth carrying the SKU on it in office is we'll actually utilize it on full scripts. Uh, well, we're all full, full scripts. You can use them interchangeably, but we do it on full scripts. Um, and I'm not really sure. I think it's, it might've been how we just got set up anyway. Um, and so with that, if I see that I've sold at least five of those in a month, it's worth carrying it in, in the office. Uh, so that's kind of how we rolled out colon RX. So colon RX, we would um, use it on full scripts and then I can run a report and I'm like, Oh, look at that. That's actually uh, that's a pretty good ticket item. So then we just bring it in. So that way I'm not buying a bunch of stuff that I'm not going to use. Um, the other thing is too, is, is I, uh, I do all of our social media. I do all of our 
bundling and marketing and all that stuff. It's just kind of a weird thing that I like to do. And so if I'm like, Ooh, this looks like it hasn't moved in a while, let's put it. So we did this big special of what we call it test. Don't guess. And on, in November and December of last year, we said, if you buy any of our integrative tests, whether it be cortisol, Dutch GI map, um, Nutraval, any of that, any corresponding supplements that you need for those results, you'll get uh, 10% off. So we did a ton of GI map tests. We did a ton of um, Dutch tests. So uh, we went through a lot of FemGuard. I mean, we did, we did GI micro BX, all that stuff. And so, um, so you, you just, you got to know kind of like your flow. You got to be very aware of what your business is doing. Great. Thank you. This has been very, very helpful. I think our practitioners listening to this are going to be yeah, very, very pleased. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. your time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Erin, do you have anything for me? I don't. I just, we just really appreciate you taking the time out and helping us with this. Um, uh, just such a wealth of knowledge and you, you make the presentations fun and hopefully um, everyone watching it will enjoy it as well. So cool. anybody have any questions before we go? I think that's it. It was yeah. very insightful. So um, for the other reps in the field, so one thing that I've done um, and I was um, working with Aaron on this is, so we have a lot of practitioners who come on site and train with me, or they'll do my module mm -hmm. and what, what they get in the, like the GI, the GI module is they actually get my protocols that I've developed. And a yeah. lot of them are designs for health products. Um, and so what I've had, what you know, like, so, and, and they're not around here. So, so like I have a, uh, a resident, um, who lives in, uh, Missoula, Montana. And so she has all the, all the products that I use for designs on the gut side. Right. And so I just had her reach out to her rep and say, Hey, this is, this is Lexi use reps. You know, can you, can you provide what formulary she uses or like, what are the blends that she uses? And it just helps them as the practitioner, like they don't have to recreate the wheel. Like Lexi yeah. already created it. Like I'm just here to just kind of keep it rolling. So, um, so that is something that I think, um, Aaron and I are, you know, still developing. And I think it's worked out really, really well, um, in the training Academy. Um, my goal is to have a nice collaboration with designs for health because I use so many of your products. Um, so I think that will be really helpful, not only for the field reps, but also the practitioners. It's like, you, you know, you, the rep already kind of knows what they need. And they're like, here, let me just help guide you based on, on what the education you just went through. So I think that collaboration can be extremely helpful and, you know, moving forward. I mean, who knows? So some more good stuff kind of come coming down the pike. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Cool. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, excellent. I'm going to hop off. because I got to go to the dentist, Aaron, I will see you at the office at noon. Um, Aaron's going to come in. And again, as a business owner, this is how we utilize our, you know, our collaborations. Aaron's going to come in and kind of talk about some of the supplements, um, that we use in our practice to my, uh, I have two new, two new nurse practitioners who are coming from the function to the, from the conventional world. So it's kind of like retraining their brain. So Aaron's going to do a great job with that. I know she will. And then I'm going to, I'm going to get there after I'm done getting my teeth cleaned. Perfect. <laughs> All right. right. Well, thanks so much. Thank Lexi. you. You're welcome. Thanks, Lexi. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.